Hi, I'm Elder Michael Walker. Thank you for joining us today on our podcast, Yasha, Young and Sharing His Anointing. And today we will be concluding our five-part series on crowns for the believer. Already we have covered the crown of life, the crown of victory, the crown of rejoicing, the crown of righteousness. And today we will be concluding our five-part series with the crown of glory. And if you would turn with me to our scripture reading for today on our less wrap reading, which will be coming from 1 Peter, the fifth chapter, and starting at the fourth verse. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. Now let's review. We're talking about the five crowns of the believer, and the final crown is the crown of glory, which is sometimes called the shepherd crown. And you know what? You don't have to be a shepherd. You don't have to be a pastor in order to receive this crown. Maybe you've been a leader of a small group. Maybe you were working in your church. Maybe you was on a prayer warriors team. Whatever it, the capacity is, you can also receive the crown of glory or the shepherd's crown. So this crown consists of those people that have led other people to Christ or, or taught the word or encouraged people through their testimonies or whatever it may be. You shall receive the crown of glory also if you have did something in this capacity. The promise for this reward is fulfilled is a fulfillment or exhortation. That's what it is. The crown of, of glory will be given to those who have exhorted over others, have encouraged others, spoken into people's lives according to the word of God, gave somebody a testimony, or just I saw somebody on the street and gave them some water to drink or gave them some money to encourage their hearts that might have been on downtime. Your prayer warriors, those that have prayed for others in the midst of their troubles or their sickness, or even went to people's houses and visit on visiting, whether you were a deacon in the church or a trustee or whether you just a member in the church or you sung on the choir or you were a soloist or you played the guitar or you played the drums or you played the organ whatever capacity that you have served in in order that somebody was led to Christ through that ministry then you will receive the crown of glory and this is an awesome crown and we realize that these crowns are not all physical crowns and we have to realize that the main objective to this crown is that we're going to be able to receive this crown that won't fade away. So what it was telling that this crown will last from everlasting to everlasting, that it will be it will be the crown of glory that we shall receive. It says a promise of the reward. And when the chief shepherd shall be manifest. And that chief shepherd here is talking about in this particular scripture is talking about Jesus himself. When he appear, we shall receive the crown of glory. And it gives you the encouragement to know that this shall not fade away, that this crown will last forever and forever and forever. And God and Jesus Christ himself is going to bring it with him when he come to receive us. You know, because the word of God say in that great day, he said in the rapture, he said the those that are alive and remain shall be caught up. But the first, the ones in the grave shall rise first and those that are left and remain shall be caught up to meet him in the sky. And so when Jesus come, we shall receive our crown. But the awesome thing about this is 
that when we receive these crowns, after we have received all five of these crowns, we're not going to keep them for ourselves. But when we get in heaven, we're going to cast them at Jesus' feet. So the crowns is not for our personal gain. And that's what we have to remember. Remember that we're not receiving rewards to keep for ourselves. And the thing is, reject the manip the manip um, the misconception about rewards. We are not saved by good works, but we're saved for good works. And the number two thing is remember that the Lord is your reward. Jesus Christ himself is our reward. Don't get caught up in what these crowns are all about. Just remember the main objective here. The main objective is that we get saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, so that when that day come, we shall be in the presence of the Lord. Because the word says that after death has come, then you shall be in the presence of the Lord. That's where we want to be. It's not about a physical crown. It's not about putting something tangible in your hand. It's about being in the presence of the Lord, because that's going to be our main reward. That's going to be when we're going to take the crowns that we have received in this process of going through what we got to go through. And we're going to cast them at Jesus feet. And we're going to sing those songs of hallelujah. Now, almighty God and almighty King, the King of King and the Lord of Lords. That's what we're going to be singing. And so when we get in his presence, we're going to be in awe at amazement as the, the shining, the reverence of him, the almighty God will be standing before us. The King of King and the Lord of Lords, the Rose of Sharon, oh, the Prince of peace, the bread of life, the door of the door. Ha! That's what we'll be at. And then when we see him, we shall cast every crown that we have received to his feet in, in admiration of him, in glory and awe that his appearance, that we have made it into heaven, that we have finished the work as Paul has talked about when he discussed these crowns. These crown. He said, I have finished the course that you have set for me. I have pressed and went through. And remember, number three, resist doing work for an outward for an outwardly award. Don't serve the Lord just for the purpose of receiving a re reward. Serve him because you love him, because you have a desire in your heart for him. That's why we serve him. We're not receive, we're serving him to receive rewards. We're serving him that we might that we love him within our hearts, with all our hearts, with all our mind, with all of our soul, with all of our body, with all of our wills, like the Ten Commandments tell us to. That's when we're gonna receive him. Number four. Reflect upon the ultimate goal of the reward. One day, we will give our crowns to the Lord Jesus as an offering of worship and praise. And we won't be, we want to be empty handed when we get in his presence. So just remember that these crowns that you have collected here, these crowns that you have worked for, all the prayer warriors, all the, um, the one that's witnessed, the crown of life, the crown of victory, the crown of rejoicing, the crown of righteousness, the crown of glory, that when we get in his presence, we're going to throw them all at his feet. We're going to be empty handed. So we're collecting these crowns that we might be a worshiper to Jesus Christ, that we might have something to offer to him for all the work that he has done for us. So we'll have something to give back to him on that great day when we get in heaven. 
So the crowns are not about a physical thing. It's about the spiritual aspect of it. Something that we'll have that we can go into worship as we give God all the glory. We give him all the honor. We give him all the praise for all that he went through that we might have life and not only have life, but have it more abundantly. Not only life here, but we'll have eternal life. That life that will last forever and forever and forever. So that's what we're working for. And we thank God for all that he's doing for us. Now, let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we praise and magnify your holy name, God. We thank you for all that you have done, God, and all that you continue to do, God. We thank you for these um, five-part series on crowns for the believer, God. Everyone that's been on the sound of my voice for these last five weeks, God, we ask that you bless them, God. Let them have a clear understanding, God, of what they're working for, God. They're working that they might receive a reward to give back to Jesus when they appear before him, God. That's our purpose, God. Our purpose is not to receive a tangible award, but we're doing it because of our love for Jesus Christ. Because the words say that he first loved us when we were unlovable, when we was in our sin and miserable. He yet died for us on the cross, God. So what can we do more to repay him? Nothing we can do to repay him, God. But if we receive these crowns, God, when we get in his presence, God, we will cast them before his feet and worship God. We will cast them before his feet and praise God. So we thank you, God. Let your anointing go out, God, and touch somebody, God, that they might be saved and delivered under the sound of my voice through your Holy Spirit right now, God, and we'll forever give you the praise and the glory. Maybe there's someone out there that's under the sound of my voice, have heard these five-part series, and want to accept the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior. So if you'll follow along with me and repeat the words that I say, and accept the Lord as your Savior, you shall be saved. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I recognize that I am a sinner. I know that your Son Jesus is the Lord and Savior of the world. I accept him into my life, God. I ask you to forgive me for all my sins, cleanse my heart from all unrighteousness, and I'll thank you and I'll praise you for your dying upon the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. It's that simple. You are saved. In our closing, as always, thank you for joining us on our Yasha program, Young and Sharing His Anointing. I am Elder Michael Walker. Have a blessed day.